Thank you for joining us on our Living Word Christian Center podcast. You're about to listen to one of our guest speakers. Open up your hearts and get ready to receive a word from the Lord. I'm grateful that God healed me. Can you say amen? amen? What happened is I had a swelling for about a week before I went. Every six months, the, when you're a veteran, every six months they do labs and they do a checkup. So it was my time. But about a week before, my feet were like the elephant man. They were swelling up. My rings, I couldn't get them off my finger, my, my wrist, my watch. It was like a rubber band. And I went to uh, the doctor and they took the labs. That's a miracle right there because of the timing. When I got home, the doctor tells me, uh, Mr. Sanchez, you need to get to the ER right now. And I said, what happened? And he says, your kidneys are shutting down right now. I just seen the labs. You need to get to the ER. So me and my wife went to the, to the VA hospital in West L.A. Amen. And so we got the, we went over there. They took a biopsy. The very next day, hallelujah. And they said, Mr. Sanchez, by the looks of our biopsy, you have minimal change disease. I said, what's that? One in a million. One in a million shot, you got this. I said, what are you talking about? It only affects children. I said, what? They said, it only affects children. And he says, it doesn't affect adults, right? So I'm saying, yeah, but I'm not a kid. And he says, yeah, but you know what? It only affects kids. So I don't know why it affected me. And I think the reason is because I'm always acting like a kid. We go to a park, amen, I'm doing little card tricks. I'm getting out the Frisbee and I'm doing little things, amen. And people say, man, you're always acting like a little kid. What's wrong with you, you know? And I said, I don't know. So I must have fooled my body into thinking I'm a little kid. So he gave me a little kid's disease. He said, if you were a child, we could get rid of this in a week, just with steroids. But because you're an adult, you're the only case in Southern California that we know of that has this minimal change disease and never affects adults. I said, okay, so where do we go from here? Hallelujah. I entered the VA hospital, amen, and my weight was 185 normally, but when I entered, it was 230 pounds. In seven days, it was 238 pounds. Now they're worried about the the increase, the water retainment. They said, we can't apply any medicine to you because you have too much water and it won't allow the medication to go through. I said, okay. So he said, we got to address the water. I said, okay then. So they started looking at LASIK to remove the water. Doctors highly recommended the dialysis treatment. They said, Mr. Sanchez, you need dialysis right now. Your body is shutting down. Your kidneys are bad. You're at a number five level. You're approaching number six. That's ICU stuff. And uh, you really need uh, dialysis. And I said, you know what? I've been here already about three days. Could you please give me one more day just to think about it? Let me talk to my wife. Let me talk to my God. 
Let me talk to myself. Give me one day. The doctor looks at me and says, are you willing to take a risk? I said, I'm from Boyle Heights. <laughs> me and Pastor Ruben, we're from Boyle Heights. Hollywood. Waking up is a risk, glory to God. <laughs> so he says, okay. It's on you, amen. But we highly recommend. We're going to put a stint in there just in case you go out on us. We're going to put a little tube right there to put you on dialysis just in case you get unconscious or something. I said, go ahead. So they did that, amen. The next day the doctor comes, he shakes my hand. He says, you know what, Mr. Sanchez? Your levels, your, you call the right shot and it's leveling off. It's not getting worse right now. We're just leveling off and that's a good sign. Said, yeah, amen. Give God praise. So then... Uh, I made a video, but I'm not going to show a video. I went to another church, and I said, it's in the video. So half the church was waiting for the video. They said, what happened to the video? No, no, the video's in Facebook. You got to find it on Facebook, hallelujah. So I gave them, they gave me that one day. They put the tube in, amen. Now the, they're separating the urine, the bad urine from the good urine, amen, the treatments for, to, for toxin kidneys, amen. It, they said it was the right call. My creatinine, creatinine level is not climbing no more. But now they said, you know what, Mr. Sanchez, your, your creatinine level is going down. Your, your body is reversing. Your, your kidneys are reversing. We haven't applied no medicine yet. We haven't applied medicine because we can't. So we're just going to stand back and let your body dictate to us what's the next step. You're the first case we've come across. They make a decision. Uh, the main shot caller doctor, she comes in and she says, Mr. Sanchez, you ever been here like a week, two weeks? We're taking this tube out. Your body is doing something that we, we don't even know how it's happening because we haven't given you no meds. And all of a sudden, it's pumping. Your kidneys are reacting and they're working. They're starting to work and you're going down. He said, we don't want to mess with the good thing. Hallelujah. The third week, amen, I'm right there, amen. Now my, my numbers are approaching five, a solid five. And they said, man, your numbers are coming down. So this lady uh, from India, a little lady, she comes and she touches my arm. And she has tears in her eyes. And she says, you know, I've heard of miracle healings. I've heard this. I've never, I've never witnessed it, but I'm seeing it here. And there's, there's just something about this that I've never seen, but just your case alone, it's bringing the numbers down. And she says, not only that, Mr. Sanchez, to go from, from five, from six to five, it takes four to six weeks with medication. You're doing it in days. Your body is reacting in days. It's coming, it's coming down and it's headed to a better place. She said, you're getting a blessing from the sky. I said, we call them miracles. They're called miracles. And she says, yes, yes. So I just want to say jailhouse food and hospital food are the same thing. And... Uh, how many remember Rice Krispies? Pastor Danny, remember Rice Krispies? Snap, crackle, and pop? That's the way the rice was. You remember brown rice, white rice? 
It was snap, crackle, and pop. Hallelujah. I don't know why they didn't leave it longer. Amen. And they sent me in in my lunch. There was a little tiny vial. And it said vinegar oil and olive oil. And it was for my brown lettuce that they gave me. And so I was about to pour it on. I got it. And I was going to pour it on. And I started reading it. And I looked at olive oil. Olive. It's good to remember what we learned in church. Olive oil. They use that for anointing. I said, Sabes que? I opened up that bad boy and I just started anointing my body. I got that olive oil lito and I just went to town and I just put it all over me. Here comes a nurse. She goes, Mr. Sanchez, do you smell that? And I said, uh, yeah, I didn't want her to know, but I, yeah, I smell it. And she goes, what is that? Isn't that vinegar? I said, yeah. And she goes, yeah, I can smell it. Oh, did you drop your, did you drop your little, uh, little thing? And I said, no, I didn't drop it. And she said, but don't you smell it? Yeah, I smell it. Well, what do you think it is? And I just said, you know what? I put it on me. She goes, what? I put the, I put the olive oil on me. She said, oh, that's one of those religious things. I said, yeah, it's one of those religious things. So I put the oil on me, hallelujah, amen, and I smell like vinegar, praise the Lord, hallelujah. The, the doctors, you know, now the doctor's level, they're looking at the level, and I was going to four. I was climbing at six, it went to five, went to four. I tell you, it takes four to six weeks just to go down to head towards a notch. And they said, Mr. Sanchez, we haven't even applied no medicine yet. We don't understand this. It's something that's just happening in your body. You know what it reminded me of? Because it started bringing doctors. They started bringing doctors and they say, yeah, this is the case. This is the one we're talking about. And they're bringing other doctors, you know, and I'm the only one on the fourth floor that they're, they're, tripping out. they're tripping out. And they're looking at this and they're saying, yeah, this is the case. You know, it reminded me of Monterey Park. I got arrested. I made the newspaper that time. <laughs> and it was a robbery. And Monterey Park is a tiny little hole in the wall town with a little tiny Monterey Park gazette. Don't look it up or Google it. But... Uh, I made the paper, but when I was in the, in the holding tank, they would go back there and bring other cops. This is the guy. This is the guy that did that in our city. We got you now. You just wait. We got you now. And you're going to do some time. And they said, you know, we don't care. We're dolphins. It doesn't matter, right? But my sisters were there at court. Tipped robbery. Tipped GTA. I saw what the deadly way. They're you know, they're looking at that. Then they went and talked to me in the back room, you know, with the phone. Isaías, my real name is Isaías. Isaías, I can't believe what's happening. I can't believe what I'm hearing. I can't believe what they read in that courtroom. You, did you do all that? Nah, I didn't do it. They just put all of them. Then they start knocking them down. And I make a plea bargain, you know, how we do it. And so my sisters look at me and they say, I'm glad our mom, my mom died when I was five. I'm glad our mom is not here to see what you became. I'm glad our mom is not here to witness this, what you turned out to be. You know, what can I say? Hallelujah. 
So now the doctors tell me at this point they can only allow my body to dictate to them. Hallelujah. And, you know, I started losing weight. Amen. The doctors looked at me and I'm starting to lose weight. Now my weight is going down because of the water retainment. Now I'm 235, 230, 200, 190. Finally, I hit 170. I haven't weighed that since I got drafted. I weighed 170. And they said, man, Mr. Sanchez, you're losing too much weight. So they started calling me Benjamin Buttons. They said, you're, you're going backwards. I told Corrine, instead of bringing a, a, a wheelchair, you might as well bring a stroller by the time I get out of here. My weight is going down. Let me go back a little bit, amen. About the third day I was there, I went in on a Wednesday and Friday came around. My favorite scripture, maybe yours also, 1 Corinthians 1.26, for God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And it made sense. I'm a foolish thing. I'm a weak thing. And these guys are confounded. The doctors are tripping out, right? So I said, man, that's a perfect scripture. And so uh, I said, this is going to be a marathon. This is going to be a long time. Hallelujah. I'm ready. I said, Lord, I'm ready. I said, I'm going to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. I could, I could do jail time. I could do it in the streets. I could live in Skid Row. But in a hospital, man, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But God, you know, this is going to be a long time. Hallelujah. So there's a scripture, amen. I started witnessing. It's in the video. And, you know, we're all called to be ministers of the gospel. Everybody in here. You're all called to minister, to tell the gospel, the good news, you're called to that, amen. But a pastor has a higher calling. To him who is forgiven much will be required much, amen. In Luke chapter 12, verse 47, the Bible says, hallelujah, that he who is, uh, that to make himself ready, hallelujah, that the servant, knowing that the master will and did come picture himself he has to be ready when the master comes if he's not ready he's going to be hit with fewer blows but he who is forgiven much will be required much that's where the pastors that's where the overseers you've been in a position hallelujah and so now you have to do a little bit more than the rest so I said I better get busy there was a man next to me and this guy was a talker talk 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 he talked to the nurses. He talked to the guys pushing the broom. He talked to the caterers. He just talked, talked. He talked to me, you know. And the TV, we watched The Price is Right. The only thing that came on was The Price is Right at 10 o'clock in the morning, Channel 2. There was something wrong with the TV, but it only got that channel. So I look forward to The Price is Right. Come on down. I was excited. Amen. So he's talking and talking, and all of a sudden, the doctor comes in. But he didn't mind being there. He didn't mind. He had cancer in his back, in his lungs, in his legs. And, and he says, this is an adventure, sir. He's telling me, this is an adventure. Whatever they're going to do, I'm, I'm open to it, man. I'm excited about it. I feel like a 17-year-old that dis first day at Disneyland. And he, he just telling me, I said, man, you got cancer, bro. Aren't you worried about anything? He said, no, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, whatever they're going to do. Here comes the doctor, and he says, you know that bump on your head? It's a tumor. Just like that, flat out, he tells them a la brava. He says, 
that cancer, that thing you have in your head, it wasn't just a bump, it's a tumor. So now we gotta work on that. All of a sudden, no noise. He stopped. I said, David, can I lower that TV real quick? He says, is it too loud? And I said, no, I just wanna do something. Better be ready, I had to do something. I had to, what would Jesus do? So I said, just lower it. We lowered the TV. I said, David, I don't know if you're a praying man, but I want to pray with you. He says, yeah, go ahead. Let's pray. If you want to, I'll, I, you know, I, I know God. I said, okay. I just prayed a prayer of comfort. Lord, he, this man just got some news, some bad news. I pray you would help him, Lord. Right now, I just pray that you, it's in the video. I said, Lord, just help this guy and, you know, minister his heart. Amen. So we finished praying. He's still quiet. He's still quiet. I said, you could put it back up. The TV says, if you want to, go ahead. And I said, okay. Then, then I put it up and he says, could you lower it? I put it down. I just want to thank you. I thank God that you were right here next to me and you were able to bring me comfort. I really needed it. I didn't know that I needed it, but you knew that I needed it and God knew that I needed it. And I thank you for just giving me that comfort. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's the first thing that I put on the video. And then Sunday's coming around. You know, we are, we got to have church. Sunday's coming around. But my, I'm all scamal. I, can, I went to Tehachapi and preached. I, I can preach in the alley, in the street, in the, in the living room. But I'm in a hospital. And I say, man, these guys are on meds. These guys are messed up. They're hurting. They don't want to hear nobody talking about God. You know, but God wanted to hear somebody talking about God. So I said, what I let. So I got up and I got my camera right there. He told me specifically, video this. You want this? Document it. Put the video on. All right. Can I have your attention? They're snoring, farting. They're... <laughs> you know, this is a hospital. So I said, you know what? My name is Sidea. You know, I lived around here for a couple of years at a wayside on a rancho and I met the Lord in there, and I started telling him stuff like that. Porky's the one that led me to the Lord. And then I started telling him about God, and I said, you know, there's a scripture where this man needed a healing for his servant. He was a centurion. He says, Lord, I'm a man of authority. I tell him to come, and he comes. I tell him to go, and he goes. He says, I believe you have that authority, but I'm not worthy that you would come under my roof. But, Lord, if you just say the word, my servant will be healed. And when uh, he said that, you know, the servant did get healed at that time. And I started telling the guys, you know what? We're not worthy. We're not worthy of anything from God. We look at us. We were in here. We're in a situation. We're all in the same boat. Amen. But my God answers prayers. And my God is able. And my God is a miracle worker. And if you just ask by faith, he'll heal you. You know, we're going to come before the Lord. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. So we did that, and we started praying. It's in the video. And we started praying, hallelujah, amen. So after we prayed, now I'm pastor. I'm no longer Mr. Sanchez. The first Monday, I come out of there. I come out of that little hallway, man. I went through it. It took a lot, to, just to say that, to do that service. So Monday, I'm walking. I call it the mile, walking the green mile. So I'm walking the green mile, walking the mile, walking the mile, walking the green mile, amen. I got my pee bag right here dragging it. <laughs> the first guy I see, Jason, it wasn't you. 
And I see Jason standing right there. He says, are you going to pray for me? And I said, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. And he says, good. He brings out a vial. I'm ready. I said, what's that? That's anointing oil. I said, really? Crack that bad boy open. Let's get to work. He opens up the vial. Amen. I put... Soon as I open, he puts his head down. He just starts crying crocodile tears, amen. Put my hand, rub down his forehead, put on his head. He went down, bam. We're in the hallway. We're in the green mile. It's not even wide right there. I'm just praying for him. He's praying right there. He's crying, amen. I could feel people, back, you know, hitting the back of me. They're, they're pushing carts. They're pushing computers. And you, We'll be out of your way. I said, no, no, I'm in your way. I'm almost done. They said, take your time. We know what you're doing. Go ahead and finish. So I finished. So after I prayed for him, he's standing up now. He's holding the vial like this, and he's saluting me. He's going like this. Thank you, sir, for praying for me. I appreciate it. It's in the video. You'll see it. <laughs> and so I, I prayed for him. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, my niece brought me some Lysol. It's a bad place in there. You know, thou stinketh, hallelujah. But the nurses said, you know, Mr. Sanchez, every time we come around here, we hear music at four in the morning because the vampires come around four in the morning to take the, the blood. And so she came, she came in, she said, man, you know what? It always smells so good and always feels so good. And you got Christian music going on. I feel like I'm in, I'm in church. I said, sister, we are the church. We are the body of Christ. Hallelujah. It's not in the building. It's in us. And greater is he that is within. Hallelujah. The VA hospital is a lonely place. There's lonely forgotten men. There's lonely men. Hallelujah. From other wars, Korean vets, Gulf War, Iraqi freedom. They're all in that VA hospital. It's for veterans, hallelujah. They're from Vietnam, amen. These men left their homes. These men went out there, amen, to a deserted place, to a place, to a jungle, to a place where they, they, they had to be recognized and they had to be uh, serving, amen, our country for our freedom. I'd like to take one, two seconds just to recognize all the vets in this place. All the veterans, would you just please stand? All the veterans, please stand. Thank you, Indio. Anybody else? Thank you for clapping. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I salute you. Gracias. Thank you for your service. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I played a song for them on Facebook. He, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Hallelujah. Nights in the VA hospital were very lonely. Amen. I didn't know how much longer I'd be there. Neither did the doctors. They didn't know. Mr. Sanchez, we can't tell you how long you're going to be here. We haven't applied medication yet. But your, your, your kidneys are working. They're functioning. And you're hitting a solid four now. We don't know how it's happening. Amen. I said, born there. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's happening. So I call my stay there the shoe. Now, somebody know what the shoe stands for, amen. It's a special housing unit for the bad boys, hallelujah. 
No communication. You're locked down. Amen. No visits. You don't get nothing. You can get no action. Hallelujah. So I call my stay there the shoe because I can't get out. I can't leave. I can't do nothing about my situation. So, but I called it my staying here until. Because I didn't know when I was coming out. Amen. So that was my shoe. Hallelujah. So anyway, I'm in there. Amen. And as I'm in the shoe, I said, man, this is so lonely. From about 9 o'clock till daylight, amen. I had a window, though. But it, it was very lonely, amen. And me and my wife, hallelujah, she had to go through so much. She had to go through so much. Just How much longer is it going to take? We already been here three weeks, four weeks. You know, how long is it going to take? I said, I don't know. The doctors don't even know. They haven't even applied medicine yet. They're trying to get through the water. But I thank God for his goodness, for his blessing. Every night he was there. And I thank God for his oldies. Thank God for oldie but goodies. Hallelujah. Amen. So I thank God me and Corinne, we play a rola. Amen. She played one. And I played one. And then she played... Good night, sweetheart. Where time to go. And then I will come back with your once, twice, three times a lady. And I love you. Then I would get sad. And I would play, I'm just a lonely boy. Lonely and blue. Amen. You ever see Grey's Anatomy? This wasn't Grey's Anatomy. This was more like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Hallelujah. There's some weirdos and crazy people in there, amen. But they're in there. They're right in the bed next to you. There was a guy. His name was Kenny, and he was coming out the hospital. I noticed that he didn't know how to work the, the crutches, and he's going like this. He has a broken leg from above his knee to the ground. And he's like this. He's cussing, talking to himself. And I'm looking. I'm walking the mile. I'm walking the mile, walking the green mile. And I, and I notice this guy. And I'm looking at him. There was something wrong with the picture because he didn't know how to work the thing. All of a sudden, around the corner comes four nurses. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson, please stop. Stop. Please stop. You can't leave the house. I'm leaving this place blankety blank, and he's cussing them out and yelling that out. He says, you're all liars. The doctor said he's going to come back in an hour. He hasn't come. And, you know, I've been in that room. I'm tired of this. I'm telling you, he's all mad and everything. All of a sudden, he's standing up. He gets the crutches, and he throws them inside the shoe, and he hits the window, but it didn't break. It just bounced. And I'm like this, and I'm looking at this, and I say, man, what's going on here? All of a sudden... I'm going to go to try to help this guy, and I'm walking towards him. Here comes my nurse, happened to be one of the nurses. Mr. Sanchez, you can't go over there. I said, no, I could help this guy. I know what he's going through. I work with these guys. And she said, no, you, you can't go over there. You're going to make things worse. I said, you don't understand. I'm a pastor, and I work with these people in the streets and in the alleys, and I talk to them, and I deal with these people. Just let me talk to him for a little bit. He's going to hurt himself. No, no, you can't go. I'll physically have to stop you because it's my responsibility to keep you distant from him. You're going to make things worse. And, I, and I'm burning up. I want to help him. All of a sudden, he's on the floor, and he's like a crab. He's crawling to the elevators. He wants to get out. 
There's six elevators. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, 8.30, business hours. All the elevators are open up. People are coming out. He's yelling, cussing, mad at everybody. He picks up his leg with the cast, and he's banging it on the, trying to break, make his situation worse. He's hitting it on the ground. And I said, you got to let me get to him. Then he starts yelling, oh, God, my God, where are you? Jesus, I need you now. Forget this. This is, this is. Hey, Philip, I didn't. I don't care what they say, man. I'm going. She puts her hands on it. Mr. Sanchez, you might take me down, but it's going to be a fight. I said, he's calling on God. He's calling on God. I have to try to help this guy. You can't. So he's right there. Then he sees his doctor come out of an elevator. So he gets even louder and madder. The security guards were afraid of him. He's a black guy about 45, 50 years old. He's all mad and everything. And they were afraid to approach. I said, just let me go talk to him. Let me go over there. I do this all the time. No. All of a sudden, he's right there on the floor crying out, calling on God. Like from here to the middle of the chairs right there. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for your holy power spirit to just move in a mighty way. Calm this man down. Touch him. Because you can touch him, Lord, and I pray you would have, all of a sudden there was quietness, and here comes a gurney. They're bringing an orange gurney. They're putting him on there. He's just sniffling now. He's just crying. He stopped, he stopped yelling already. They put him on there. I'm beat. I feel the way I am right now, just tired, sweating. My heart is pounding. I got to get back to my room. So I'm walking the mile. Hijo, I'm holding on to the rail, Jason. I'm trying to get back to the room. All of a sudden, Hey, wait. Hey, stop. Wait, wait. I thought it was the doctors telling me, get out of the way, way. <laughs> I thought it was the doctors yelling at me. So I'm going. I'm holding on to the rail. I'm weak. I'm going. He says, wait, wait. Hey, sir, sir. And I turn around. He's like this on the gurney with his fist pump like that. And I said, all right, bro. I said, you're, you're, you're going back to your room. He said, yeah, thank you, bro. Thank you. You were there. You were there. I want to thank you for being there. And he put his, I grabbed his, I grabbed his, uh, his wrist. I said, that's right, homie. I'm here for you. I got your back. I got your back. I'm with you. He says, I know. I saw you. I saw you. Thank you for being there. Now they're taking him. Mr. Sanchez, you got to let him go. So he's going. Now we're ghetto. He's turning the corner. Hey, I love you, man. I love Yeah, that's right, homie. I got your back, homie. You know, we're, we're yelling at each other, taking him to the room. Amen. So they took him to the room. All of a sudden, when they're taking him, I'm right there, and I'm just looking. I'm saying, man, that was rough. Hallelujah. Speaking of rough. They brought in a guy, tall, black guy. They put him across from me, and I said, hey, are you David Ruffin? He goes, what? Are you David Ruffin? And he says, do I look like David Ruffin? I'm one of those 5150s sometimes myself. <laughs> and then he says, I said, no, you look like David Ruffin. He says, well, check this out. Like a snowball rolling down the side of a snow cover. And then I go, it's growing. So now we're singing together, me and this guy. 
So anyway, we're right there. Hallelujah. Now I'm approaching my seventh week. Seven is a number of completion. I went in on a Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon. I came out on a Wednesday exactly seven days, seven uh, weeks later. All the water was taken away. They started applying medication now. Now that I'm at home doing the medication, hallelujah. My kidneys start functioning, amen, on their own. They're making protein. They're making potassium. They're functioning on their own. My swelling is gone, and I'm going home. Seven weeks later, I'm going home. Now there's a new song, hallelujah, amen. Together again. The tears have stopped falling, reunited, and it feels so good. So me and my wife, and we're back together, hallelujah. You know, our God over-answers prayers. I told you about the video. When you see the video, you're going to look at that video. You're going to see an old man with white hair on his mustache. But thank God for a miracle in Maybelline. Hallelujah. He gave me back my original color. Hallelujah. Amen. So today my creatinine levels are a big number one. I went to a doctor two weeks ago. Or last week I went to a doctor. They said, you know, Mr. Sanchez, your body is being made whole right now. We barely applied any medication, hallelujah. You just, uh, your, you and your faith has showed us how great your God is, how real your God is, hallelujah. So I'm gonna pull a, the reason we're here is for a healing. Go ahead, my brother. The reason we're here is for a healing. How many want a healing? I'm gonna sing this song and I'm gonna teach you this song. I want you all to learn this song. So this is gonna be an altar call in order. And the first order is for you to learn the song and worship with me in the song. Can we do that? Second part is going to be when you stand and now you're worshiping God because you already know the words. And then the third part, you're gonna come if you want the healing. Do you have oils with you? anointing oil if you do bring them up break out those bad boys now listen to the words hallelujah 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 for the lord god almighty reigns one more time hallelujah 